Welcome to Shedding Light Hunting Stories Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the average Joe and their hunting stories. I'm your host, Travis Williams. You're listening to episode 15. guys welcome back to the show uh we took about a week off there had some family stuff come up and uh, also wasn't able to line out a guest and uh just uh, excited to be back hop on the podcast with you today uh we're going to jump back into turkey hunting today so if you're not a turkey hunting fan um <laughs> pun intended uh <laughs> you might want to skip this one or go back and listen to one that you didn't listen to but going to be talking about uh turkey hunting i also would encourage you to find another podcast because the guest today is just downright awful uh he's not that good at hunting and uh, you probably shouldn't listen to anything he has to say um and, and that's me uh today you're just stuck with me i don't have any guests lined up until later on this week and uh, i'll be excited to share those those episodes with you uh in the next few weeks but today i'm going to tell a few of my hunting uh, stories turkey related i honestly don't have that many i've only been at it six years uh, but i thought i'd share a couple and we'll keep things pretty short today um, once again, if you haven't, if you missed a podcast, I'd love for you to go back, listen, hit subscribe so that you get them all on iTunes or Stitcher or Alexa or Spotify or if you go to our website, uh, whatever the case may be, I want you to be able to know when one comes out. I try and release one a week, but once again, that's not always uh, possible. I have a normal job and other people have normal jobs and matching up uh, our time schedule is a little tricky. I uh, would encourage you to go over to YouTube and hit subscribe on our YouTube channel, Shedding Light Outdoors. Uh, part of the reason is I'm self and I want more subscribers, but the other reason is some of the hunts that I'm going to be talking about, you'll actually be able to watch the video and kind of get the backstory um, and, and watch the hunt, and they're pretty exciting hunts, at least uh, I think they are. And uh, also, we're on Instagram. We're probably most active on Instagram and Facebook, and so if you're not following along there, um, you can check it out. We try not to go crazy. We're not posting a ton of stuff, not a lot of clickbait. Uh, we're just average Joe sharing our hunts and stuff and uh, some fun pictures and all that good, good stuff, so... So uh, once again, you can check all that out. And uh, I've said this before. I'll say it again. If you want to come on the show, if you have any uh, things that you'd like to talk about, any stories that you have, go ahead and send me an email at sheddinglightod at gmail.com. There's the uh, the pitch. See, I'm not even selling anything yet. Once again, I don't have any sponsors, so you know you don't have to listen to uh, 20 minutes of me trying to sell you something. Um, I'll get right into it and tell you some of these these stories that I have. Uh, I only have two for you today, and um, I, I've had a blast turkey hunting. See, I, I grew up, I didn't do it. Like the only guys that I knew that turkey hunted were the guys that would bring their mouth calls in and would like make calls in the back of the class, and I, I thought they were were idiots, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess they kind of were for bringing those to school, but. Um, so that, that's the only thing I knew about turkey hunting. I knew it was potentially dangerous. Um, my dad always told me that, and there just wasn't anybody close to me that, that did it. And then, uh, picked it up there the first year I got into it. I just kind of went all out, started watching videos, got all excited, went and hunted and didn't get a thing. I had some really close encounters, but just couldn't seal the deal. Year two rolled around, and I've already told that story. I shot a turkey in my backyard by accident. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I meant to kill the turkey, but it just was, it wasn't hunting. It just kind of came about, um, and I believe that's episode eight, where you could listen to that, episode seven or eight, uh, listen to that story. But um, the third year rolled around, and I had some early success with my buddy Travis, who's in Shedding Light, um, and I'll, let, uh, I'll save that story for another time. I want to go to the second uh, second bird I was able to get that year. And it was such an awesome hunt. 
Um, Travis and my buddy Jim, who's in Shedding Light as well, uh, they were going to come over and help me put a deck on uh, my back porch. The wood was rotted and all that. And they were going to come over, I think, about 9 or 10 a.m. And uh, the night before, I looked at the weather and I thought, you know what, I might be able to squeeze in a turkey hunt before they get here. And so I decided to grab my, my stuff, my gear. I was going to do a solo self-filmed hunt. And I went to this field. Um, it's a property that I hunt. And it's, it took us several years to figure out that this field was where the turkeys always ended up. And for some reason, we would always start someplace else. And when we got there, we'd bump the turkeys out of the field or we couldn't get in on them. It, 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 they have a pretty good vantage point. And so um, we decided to set up in that field. Early season, we had success, like I said. So I went back to that same field. And I was sitting up on top of the field, uh, kind of over top of a knob, overlooking this grassy field and woods surrounding. And I have a big fence to my back, so it's not likely that a bird is, is going to come in that way. And so I put my decoys out in front of me, and um, I usually just go with a Jake decoy and a hen decoy. I've had success with that. And uh, I put these decoys out in front, space them out, and they're probably about 15 yards from me. And I uh, just kind of sit there. And it was a beautiful morning, uh, fog, real real uh, dense fog all around me. And I'm sitting there, and just kind of the sun's just starting to peek through, just starting to get a little daylight, and a turkey gobbles. But the problem is he's over my left-hand shoulder. Like if I'm facing forward at about 12 o'clock, this bird is probably back about, you know, 8, 8.30 behind me, and I realized I am facing the complete wrong direction because there's a hill right there, and if he comes from that direction, he's going to be right up in my lap, and my gun, I shoot left-handed, um, I'm right-handed, but I shoot left-handed because I'm uh, uh, left-eye dominant, and anyway, you don't need to know that, but I'm sitting there, and this bird gobbles, and I think, maybe I should change my setup, maybe I should hop over to the other side of this hill and put my decoys out there, but I, I said, you know what? I'm just going to stay put. I'm going to stay right here and wait this thing out. Um, I'm going to make him come in front of me, and if he comes up over that hill, I'll just have to deal with it. Because too many times with turkey hunting, I've moved. I've decided to move or change positions, um, and I've bumped birds. I'm just not that stealthy, uh, apparently. And there's some guys that are really good at the run and gun, and they'll get real close to the turkeys and get in on them you know, before daylight. I've just not had a whole lot of success with that yet. So... I decided I was going to stay there, and I was filming myself, just kind of listening to this bird gobble. And what's cool about the film, you have to watch it, it's called First Self-Filmed Hunt, is I look, and right in front of me, a tom had came in silent, came into the field. Uh, he was still about 100 yards away, down over the bottom of this hill, and he just came in completely silent, big old tom, and he is looking up my direction. So I realized, oh man, this this is crazy, he's coming in. And he slowly just works his way all the way up to my Jake decoy. And he just keeps coming, keeps coming. What I what I forgot to tell you is that I had switched my gun over to my right shoulder in case that bird popped over the, the hill. So I've got to get the camera on him, and I've got to take the gun from my right shoulder, and I need to get it back to my left because he's coming in that, that way for me to shoot. So I do all this just super, super slow. I don't make a call because he's coming. And, I mean, the, the, he's just he's got it in his mind that he's coming up this hill. And so he gets up there real close, and he gets he does a circle all the way around my Jake. Now, at this point, I'm about to probably lose my mind. Like, I'm just waiting for a shot. I, I had never seen one um, just go crazy on a decoy, but that bird, he comes, he puts his fan 
basically has his fan right toward me, so he, he can't see me. I reach up at that point. I was kind of bold, and I turned on my GoPro. Um, <laughs> got it on, got my hand back on the gun, and he slaps the snot out of my jake and jumps real high. I mean, it kind of startled me. And he walks just a cute few more steps, and he has his head out. And I took a shot. Now, I don't have a turkey choke in my gun. I'm using a 12-gauge 870 Wingmaster, and I don't know where I actually hit the bird. But whenever I shoot, he starts running, but he starts running right at me. So he was probably at 15 yards whenever I shot, and he starts running. I jack another shell in, and I drop this bird at 10 yards. And I just, I mean, I lost it. I went up and was pumped, and it was my first self-filmed turkey. And just an incredible hunt, incredible footage. And I had that bird down, I think it was by like 6.30, 6.45. And so um, I was just pumped. I was more pumped that, to take it back and show my buddies. So I brought, uh, my, I, I got the film all set up in my living room once I got back home. And uh, Trav came in, and I was like, man, I went turkey hunting this morning. i got to show you. I got real close to a turkey. He's like, oh, what happened? I was like, you just got to watch it. So he watches this whole thing unfold, and I taped his reaction. And you can actually see that in the video. He, It was a great reaction once he realized that I actually killed the bird. And so that was my first self-filmed, and it was the first time I felt, you know what, sometimes you just get lucky uh, once again. Um, but I was pretty pumped that I just stayed patient. I didn't change my strategy, and in comes the silent Tom, and it just was, it was awesome. Uh, the next one I want to tell you was actually last year. Last year I got skunked. I did not get a Tom in, uh, but an exciting story that happened was I took a boy out named Wyatt. Wyatt and I've been hunting for years, deer hunting, and, and, uh, uh, he's a few years younger than me. He's in college right now. And so Wyatt and I, we decided we were going to go over his property and, and I was hunting all around and, and we kept on uh, hearing birds, but we couldn't get on anything. And so decided to go down into the woods a little bit, and there's this big valley of woods with a field surrounding the top part of it. Uh, the, the hill is, is actually the field, if that makes any sense. And so uh, we set our hens uh, down in, uh, in front of us, uh, hen and Jake once again. And I had Wyatt about 20 yards in front of me because we had these birds gobbling like crazy. And so I sat down, was trying to film, and I... I just couldn't get these birds to come down. To, they were going to have to come down to a ravine and cross the other side. And if you know anything about turkey hunting, um, they definitely do not like to do that. They do not like to go down and then back up. And so these, I, I and I could have swore there was at least three toms. They're going off, losing their mind, and uh, but they just aren't coming. I figured that there was probably a hen. And finally, I get some eyes on these birds, and they're just hanging on the edge of the wood line. Uh, they're out in the field, and basically they're walking the, the, the bowl around us, and they just aren't coming down into the woods. And I do see a hen, and I realize, okay, they're, they're definitely not coming. So I motioned for Wyatt to come back up to me, and I thought, okay, we're going to have to try uh, plan B. I have a tom that's in a bag uh, right next to me. I keep it in a mesh bag, and I don't like to pull it out like while I'm in the woods. I, I have pretty good confidence that nobody else is going to be on this property, but you just never know. Um, but I thought it would be good to use out in the field. Once again, we are on private property, so I would not ever recommend using this method while, uh, you know, even on private property, you need to know who's there, but definitely not on public. But anyhow, I put I put together the, the it was a Primo's Mobile B and put this thing together. I was like, follow me. And so we kind of went over around the backside of the hill, and um, I knew that the turkeys were out in the field at this point. 
So uh, we just slowly peeked up over the head, over the the edge of this field, and I peeked my head over the back of the fan, and right there is three toms in full strut. I think there was a Jake, and there was definitely a hen. And they peeked their heads up, and they kind of gave that, you know, they saw me, and I was like, shoot, I better get down now. And uh, so I stick that tom down into the dirt, and we lay on our chest, and I pull up the camera, and I, actually, I'm sorry, I lied. This is not on YouTube. Uh, this story isn't because the camera actually fell down, and so I didn't get this on film. But it was just so awesome. So about it, it was only probably eight, seven or eight seconds later, all of a sudden these three toms come right up over the ridge. And at this point, they're super close. And so uh, I told Wyatt, you take the one on the left, I take the one on the right. And so one, two, three, we both shoot, boom, boom. And his bird drops immediately. My bird takes off flying. And I pull up, and I was about to take another shot, but I realized he had gotten away from me. He was a little too far. He didn't look injured at all, and he flew out of my life. And so my first chance at a double, I messed up. Um, but Wyatt is absolutely uh, just pumped. And it was just such a cool experience. I mean, I, I, I wasn't even really that disappointed. It was really fun. And he runs up and gets gets his bird. His bird's just down. And it's a nice tom. And uh, just just a lot of fun. A lot of uh, – <laughs> I look back at that. And even though I got skunked last year, it didn't feel like I did because I was, I was that close to turkeys using a different tactic. And so um, I have some other stories I could tell along the way. Uh, I've had some other birds that I've been able to get in the last six years, six years, but those two stories just kind of come to my mind. And the thing that, that gets me about them is I've learned so much in six years, um, but I still have so much more to learn. Um, you know, started off, I was, I was terrible at a mouth call absolutely terrible using a mouth call. I felt like I'd never get it. I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but I couldn't make the right noises. I finally picked up what I feel is the best mouth call for me personally. Uh, it's called a Woodhaven Toxic Orange. I watched a guy on YouTube use one. He claimed that it was the best that he had ever used, and he had, he had been turkey hunting for years. I put that thing in my mouth, and I just felt confidence. Like I, I felt like I could make a lot of different turkey noises. And I uh, called in a turkey from my buddy Trav and uh, t- called in a couple others. And so over the years, I've just gained more and more knowledge. And even though I didn't kill a turkey last year, there was three different times that I was on them. And I was helping other people get, get toms. And, and so uh, I feel like the more you practice, you know, the more that you add to it, as long as you're willing to learn, the better you get. And that just kind of brings us to, you know, I always throw in some sort of how is hunting related to faith. Second uh, Peter 1 it just says, Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in an increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what that's saying, it's kind of a mouthful, but what that verse is basically saying is, you know, we all start off um, at a point with God. Maybe it's just simple faith, um, just a simple belief in God. Um, to, we're supposed to add to that. Uh, it's not enough enough just maybe just to believe, but we're supposed to grow in our, our understanding. You're supposed to add to your faith goodness, and then once you get some goodness, add in some knowledge, learn more about the Bible, more about God, to knowledge, self-control, and it just, the list goes on. But the whole premise, the basics behind that uh, is I think some people just say, well, I know who God is, and I know there's a creator, and they just stop there. Um, you know, they, they don't go any further in their pursuit because maybe church has ruined it for them or maybe they think that there's no way to know about God. Um, but I, I think that we can learn a lot about God through His Word. If He gave us the Bible, 
Um, I don't think it's an outdated book. I read it sometimes. I'm like, holy cow, that is so like spot on accurate to today. Um, you know, you study that, you learn that. You you can learn about God through creation, but He also gave you an actual book that tells you who He is and and what He's like. And so, uh, you know, part of it, I, I relate that to honey because you can grow in your knowledge of God, you can grow in your faith, but you have to want to. Um, it just doesn't happen by accident. Just in the same way, if I want to learn more about turkey hunting, I've got to learn from other guys. I've got to learn from you know YouTube videos. And uh, there's a guy that took me out hunting one time. This guy's created, a, uh, done the Grand Slam. He's killed a turkey in every region. He's been hunting for years. And just to sit back and listen to him call, he taught me how to do some special calls on a pot call. And, I mean, it's forever changed my, my, my outlook on how I hunt. It's changed how I, I hunt um, and learn some new tactics. I'd love to go out with him again because there's just so much to learn. So I think you get the point. Uh, the, the correlation is that we need to continue to become better hunters and that doesn't happen by accident. Usually we've got to intentionally want to, and the same with our faith. If we're going to grow at all, if you believe there's a God, great. Uh, I want to challenge you to take the next step and find out more about who God is. Um, you can do that at a church. You can do that through the Bible. Um, you know, maybe you know a lot about God and you feel like I know it. Maybe you've been in church your whole life. Oh, there's always, always more that you can learn. Pick up some books, challenge yourself, continue to grow. And, um, you know, I think, I think you'll be rewarded. And that's all I have to say about that. So thank you so much for listening to my ramblings. And uh, if you have some suggestions of some folks that maybe maybe you don't want to come on the podcast yourself, but you know some good storytellers, go ahead and send me some suggestions. SheddingLightOD at gmail.com, or you can send me a private message on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, I'll reach out to those folks and see if we can get them on. It'd be kind of cool to have some of your friends on the podcast, wouldn't it? Um, you definitely just, you don't want too much of this, right? You definitely want somebody other than me talking talking because, um, you know, those, those are about 17 minutes and 30 seconds that you're never going to get back. So sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) thanks again so much, guys. If you did listen to this whole thing, appreciate, uh, you listening to my ramblings and, uh, remember as always shed the light.